Good afternoon, I'm Jane Lee with today's episode of Easy News. Most of Taiwan's local governments say they will continue to hold remote classes next week for students at high school level and below. According to local media, 21 of the 22 cities and counties have made the call, with only New Taipei saying that it's going to announce the decision later today. Schools nationwide from elementary level to high schools have already suspended in-person learning this week. Education authorities reported that some 160,000 students in Taiwan had tested positive for COVID-19 as of early this week, with 55,000 of them being elementary school children. Many local governments have indicated in their announcements that whether classes will resume after the Dragon Boat Festival depends on the COVID situation. The National Police Agency says it's established dedicated task forces to handle stalking and harassment cases as a new anti-stalking law comes into force on June 1st. The NPA has formed emergency response teams at both central and local government levels in the hope of responding to reports of stalking and harassment in a more timely manner. The Interior Ministry also says it will bring together a team of government officials, experts and representatives from civil society groups to regularly review the way in which the police handle stalking and harassment cases. The MOI has also introduced new regulations in accordance with the law, increased the number of law enforcement officers, and provided police training with the aim of ensuring all reports of stalking and harassment are properly handled. Turning to world news, China and Russia have vetoed a UN resolution on new sanctions on North Korea. It was sponsored by the United States that would have imposed more punishments on North Korea for its spate of intercontinental ballistic missile launches. The vote in the 15-member Security Council on Thursday was 13 versus 2 and marked a first serious division among the five veto-wielding permanent members of the UN's most powerful body. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield appealed for unity before Thursday's vote, calling North Korea's six ICBM tests this year a threat to the entire international community. A United Security Council imposed sanctions after North Korea's first nuclear test explosion in 2006 and tightened them over the years in a total of 10 resolutions seeking to rein in its nuclear and ballistic missile programs. So far, the efforts have been unsuccessful. The New York court has ruled that Donald Trump and two of his children must testify under oath. It's part of a civil investigation into the former U.S. president's business dealings. Sarah Walton reports. 
The Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, tweeted that former President Donald Trump had lost a court appeal and must now give evidence under oath as part of her investigation into alleged tax offences by the Trump Organization. His daughter Ivanka and son Donald Trump Jr. will also have to do the same. Trump has claimed the investigation by James, who is black and a Democrat, is racist and politically motivated. The Trump family fought against past subpoenas, forcing them to give testimony, and were previously fined for contempt of court, leading to a $110,000 fine. Sarah Walton, New York. Chile's president publicly apologized to a woman who was sterilized without her consent at a public hospital two decades ago because she was HIV positive. The public apology is part of a negotiated settlement that the South American country sealed at the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights in Washington after local courts dismissed the case. The forced sterilization of HIV-positive women in Chile was once a common practice, say the NGOs that took Francisca's case to Washington. That was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Jane Lee.